0: Hey guys, welcome to the We Are Men podcast. I am your host, Carl Mason. And in this podcast, we sit down and talk with local heroes from Southwest Sydney about life, mental health, and strategies for coping with the day-to-day issues that we all face as men. Our aim with this podcast is to create a space where men can open up and discuss their mental health without the fear of shame or exclusion. I know it can be hard to ask for help as a man, but no man needs to struggle alone. We hope to encourage all men to talk about what they're going through and seek help when they need it. A quick note, this podcast may feature some adult language and suicide may be discussed, which could be triggering for some listeners. Today's episode is gonna be slightly different after interviewing some incredible men from Southwest Sydney and asking them questions about life and mental health. I figured it's only fair that I also answer some of those questions myself. Uh, So I'm stepping out from behind the camera today and putting myself in the hot seat to talk about my experience with mental health. So my name's Carl Mason and I am the director of the We Are Men podcast and video series. My name's Carl, I'm a documentary director and I work in Southwestern Sydney. Uh, So I'm a filmmaker, a documentary director, uh, and I'm currently working on a documentary series in the Southwestern Sydney region called We Are Men. The only reason that I'm uh, in front of camera today and not behind camera where I'm much more comfortable is because I figured if I'm asking all of these men to sit down and talk openly about mental health, that I had to step up and do the same. So this project, We Are Men, is a documentary series with a goal of getting men in the southwestern Sydney region to be more proactive about seeking help for their mental health. So we're interviewing some local heroes we're asking them to speak openly about their journey and their mental health with the hope of inspiring other men who see these videos to do the same, to join in the conversation, uh, to go out, seek help, to have a chat and really reduce that stigma around male mental health concerns because we all have it, everyone goes through it uh, and the more we talk about it, the better better off we're going to be as men. So I've, I've got my own experience with mental health. It's something that's affected my life in quite a few ways. Uh, I was always, as a kid, always used to think a lot. I used to lay on my bed and go, I feel like if you know a normal person has a 1,000 thoughts, I have 10,000 thoughts in a day. Because I was just always like my brain was going from point to point so quickly and I thought you know, I was weird or something. And then as I got older, I, I realised that it's just anxiety. It's just, you know, I have... Anxiety with generalized anxiety disorder, Um, and then as I got older and older, that developed into social anxiety as well, um, which can sometimes lead to bouts of depression. And you know, from speaking to people and speaking to friends, I realised that most men have some form of anxiety or some form of depression at some time. Um, And you know, the way we're brought up to be a man, you've got to be tough. You've got to, you know. Um, suck it up, man up, Uh, and that kind of terminology and that uh, idea is what's leading to the, you know, the huge problem we have at the moment with uh, male suicide. So this project is extremely important to me because I've seen friends, close friends, going through tough times and and not be, not feel comfortable talking about it. I've had family members die from suicide. I've had friends die from suicide. all because they just didn't have an outlet for what was going on in their head. It just got too much for them. Um, and it's, it's a horrible thing to think that someone can feel that alone, uh, and that isolated. And even, you know, even if they have people around, um, there's just this invisible barrier between being able to open up, share, uh, talk about what's going on. And that just leads them down a the road of, of you know, not feeling like there's any way out and I've been at that point before where I, I didn't feel like there was a way out um, quite a few times. And it's only through reaching out and having a chat with a friend, even if it's just having a, catching up with mates, um, you know, that's that first step. That's that, okay, I'm not alone. I have people around me who care about me. Um, and then that next step is, is seeking help from someone who knows, who has either been through it and has worked their own way out, or someone, you know, who's professional, who knows how to deal with this, who can help you work your way through it, Um, and that's how I have worked my way through my mental health concerns, and and I still am, you know, I still see a counsellor every couple of months, Um, and for me, it's just just a place to unload on what's going on in my life with no judgement, it's just, you know, to be able to talk about anything, even if there's things going on in my head that, you know, I'm not telling anyone, because I don't think they're true, but they're just, you know, I might be thinking about something a lot, ruminating around it. Um, and having someone there who's not, not judging you uh, and you feel comfortable being able to get that out, and sometimes that's all it takes to get that out, say it out loud, and then yourself you go, oh, that's stupid, you know, oh, it's been stuck in my head for so long. But as soon as you say it, you go, oh, that, that's, that's, I don't actually believe that or, uh, you, know, um, you know, that's not actually me thinking that, that's just the, you know, the, the brain as a man, that whole, that whole um, kind of concept of you've got to man up, you've got to be tough, um, you know, I grew up with that and thinking that and believing that and, you know, growing up as a pretty skinny guy, I was always pretty scrawny and lanky, um, I just didn't feel manly. I didn't feel like I was strong. I didn't feel like I was tough and, you know, that was the perception of people around me as well and, you, get, you know, you're in a kind of, echo chamber of, of this mentality of that, you know, what is tough is, you know, the, the, the guy who can fight the guy who can, um, you know, drink the most, do the most drugs. Um, that's, you know, that's tough. That's cool. But for years I tried, you know, I tried to live up to that, live up to that kind of unachievable toughness, coolness. Um, and what it did was Took me down a path of being really miserable. Um, everyone's different, you know. Every bloke is different. Every guy is interested in different things, and you know, sees the world in a different way. And that's what this whole project is about. You know, we are men. We're all men. It doesn't matter how tough you are. You know, how uh, if you're an extrovert, you're an introvert. You know, if you you like to sing, you know, you have a good cry. It doesn't matter. How you process things in your life we're, we're all men um, and I think that now as I get older you know, I'm realizing that it's kind of your own your own uh, responsibility to to define what a man is for you you know in taking I think the those old school ways of thinking what a man are like I think they come from real places about men we want to be strong, we want to be warriors, we want to you know don't give up. Um, and I think they still have a place in this day and age. They still have a place with men today. Um, you can be all those things, but just choosing the right time and the right place to be those things, I think, is what it's about. Because men today, you know, it's kind of hard to, you know, where do we fit in? Am I allowed to be? You know, I'm not, I am not. I shouldn't be tough. I shouldn't be um, this and I shouldn't be that. But, you know, one of the ways in which you can take that old school mentality and use it today is you know if things do get tough don't give up that's a that's a time when you can use that mentality of no i'm gonna stick it out i'm not gonna give up a way to not give up is if you haven't found a way to get through it on your own is asking for help so that's a way that you can you know still be strong be tough don't give up ask for help coming into this project uh, after you know nine months of going through COVID, where I've been very, even more isolated, feeling more stuck in the house, more disconnected from people. Um, It's been a really tough time and it's it's so hard to snap out of that rumination, especially when you're in the same routine every day. You're sitting at your desk all day, you're in your house, you know. You get in a pattern and you just feel like it's impossible to break that pattern. And so coming into this project, sitting down with these men, You know, to be honest, coming into it, I was extremely nervous. You know, I'd been stuck in their house. I hadn't been out and I didn't really feel up to sitting down and having these open conversations with um, some guys that, you know, I really look up to. Uh, But doing it, pushing myself into the project and sitting down and having these chats uh, has been probably one of the best experiences I've had in the last few years uh, we spoke to, which was you know, extremely lucky, one of the first interviews we did, we spoke with Merv, uh, a great bloke, who he talked about his journey and how, how he worked, how he became the man he is today was by when he met a man that he respected, he'd take, learn something from that man. So it might be this man you know, was really resilient, so I'm going to take that. This man was a great listener, I'm going to take that. Or I like the, how that man treats his wife, I'm going to take that. And it was funny, as Merv was saying that, I was thinking like, oh, wow, like, I like how um, I like some of what Merv is saying about how, as a man, you can still be tough and a warrior, but how you just have to choose where that comes out. So as Merv was telling me that, I was actually taking something from him. And I've done that from every man we, we've interviewed. Like, I've learned something from all of them, from Graydon, uh, about resilience, about dedication, about uh, not giving up, and all of these kinds of things that growing up I thought were manly, you know, um, if, you, if you have the right perspective around them and, you know, you, you can be tough, you can be a warrior, you, you can be, you know, a bit cheeky at times, um, but if you're doing it in a positive way, I, I feel that's the way to be uh, a man. If you're doing it in a way that respects others, in that you're respecting yourself, uh, in that you're making sure the people around you are happy. You know, you can be tough and tough and strong um, what, in order to look after your family. You can be tough and strong in order to make sure people around you feel comfortable. You know, they're the hard things to do. As Merv said, it's easy to throw a punch. It's easy to, um, you know, bring other people down. But the hard thing is to, to use those things you have to help the people around you. That's what I think at least. So by doing this project, sitting down, speaking to these men, having these good chats, it's just reinforced for me that it's something I want to do more in my everyday life because um, you can get to a point where everyone around you, you know, doesn't want to talk, um, doesn't want to you know, talk about anything serious and you can tell they're having stuff going on but you you feel like, oh, I don't want to push them, they're not comfortable with it. But just seeing these men like these really tough, strong uh, men that you know I admire openly doing it it's just reinforced to me that you know it is something that is important uh, and I do want to bring in more into my own life because um, once you get past that bit of uncomfortableness, you realize just how much just talking about things is uh, can lighten the load you know you don't have to solve your problems but just getting them out talking about them to someone can is it might be all you need you know it might be all you or someone needs to stop them from getting to that low point just getting it out just sharing what's going on with someone might be enough to stop you getting from that point and that's what I've found uh, that's why you know this experience has been so helpful for me hearing uh, hearing someone like you know for example Merv Say that he's been in a dark place, and he's worked his way out. And by doing, and the way, and the way he worked his way out was by asking for help, really seeking help, um, speaking to people, staying connected. Um, Hearing him talk about that really validates that you know, as a male going through tough times, you're not alone. Um, That it sometimes you think that no one else is talking about it. I must be the only one having a tough time Um, but hearing him talk about it makes you go no actually all men if a you know tough bloke like that can go through something anyone can go through hard hard times and anyone can have you know really negative thoughts and anyone can have anxiety can be depressed Um, and that's really what this project is about is showing men out there that it happens to everyone you know it's that old thing of you do your knee in, you're going to go to a physio. You're, you're spraining your ankle, you're going to go to the doctor. Um, if you're feeling down, there's no shame in going to the doctor and, and trying to find a way out because, you know, just like you need a physio for a, a bung knee, uh, you might need a doctor, you might need a counsellor just to help you process some of the things going on when you're having a tough time. The best thing for me uh, from, you know, having that realisation that just talking about things is you know, it's uncomfortable, but once you get past it, it's so helpful. Um, And I've I've expanded on that now. I Even in the times that I'm feeling good, I'll still go see a counsellor every couple of months just for like a tune-up, just to, you know, get things, um, you know, off my chest. And I've even now started with my wife. We, every now and then, go and see a counsellor together. And, you know, I've heard one of my um, I heard from a podcast I was listening to um, this guy talking about how he goes once a month with his wife even when they're in the, having the best time, even when they're feeling great um, because it just helps you maintain that feeling. So we, my, my wife and I, every couple of months, we'll go, see, to a, um, we'll go have a couple session, uh, which is always pretty funny. It's just a way that you can um, you kind of have a fight without having a fight. So the the counsellor, she might go, you know, I'll tell her how, I'll say what I'm thinking, and then she'll kind of translate that in a way that my wife can understand and vice versa. And just by doing that, you know, we can get things off our chest without having a screaming match, which, you know, if you try to do it at home, sometimes it ends up doing that. Um, So it's a good way just to be able to get some, talk about things in a civil way without it ending up, you know, one of us storming off and slamming a door. Uh, So that's something I've done uh, as well. Just from learning that, talking helps. It can help in every part of your life. Um, you don't have to go and say, you know, um, like, you don't have to go and give your whole life story to a counsellor and, you know, try to work out why everything in your life is going wrong uh, or why, you know, you're you're down. Like, that, that can work for some people, but some people it's as simple as just having a chat. That's all you need, you know. We all have stuff going on. You know, you don't have to go and get diagnosed with this and that, but just having a chat... Can be the one thing that um, is all you really need it's I kind of I find it kind of funny that that whole old school mentality of you know it's you know we bottle it up we're a man we we, we keep it in um, and we just you know soldier on we look after everyone else but we don't look after ourselves um, and that's you know anything other than that is seen as weak, which I find kind of funny because The hardest thing, you know, you think the hardest thing to do is what makes you strong, and that's what I've seen from these men interviewing them, you know, some of the strongest men um, I've met, like John, you know, who's who's been through some really hard times but still every day gets up, continues to live his life and is still trying to help people in the community. Um, You know, doing the hardest thing is what I think is strong. It's easy to go along with the old way of thinking, um, but that's, what has led us here to you know, a very high suicide rate in young males, uh, or in males in general? And so the the hard thing to do, which I think is the tough, the strong thing to do, is to try to get through that first little bit of uncomfortableness, which is you know the fear of talking about things. I I've been through some pretty hard times in my life from as a child, coming into adulthood, and as an adult. But the, definitely the hardest thing for me to do was to get past that fear of talking about things, like going, booking that first session with a counsellor and just going and sitting down and talking about what was going on in my life, that was the hardest thing. It probably took me a year or two, you know, when I started having a tough time to do it because it was so hard. I think realising that you need help and then taking that step to go and speak to someone, even if it's just a mate, someone you feel comfortable with, uh, in my opinion, that's what makes a, a tough man or a strong man when I started down my journey of mental health, um, I got recommended a couple of books to read, which really helped. Um, and the whole mentality around like mindfulness and meditation—you know—it doesn't have to. You don't have to become like a monk and go sit in the bushes and you know, meditate for hours on end. The simple thought behind it is what has really helped me, and that's that you, know, you are not your thoughts. And that simple thing is, is something to easily disconnect from you know when you're having a really bad time really tough time you're having a lot of negative thoughts um you can kind of disconnect from them and go like if i'm thinking these things it doesn't mean it's me if that makes sense like i can have negative thoughts but it doesn't mean that i am negative um and the simple way to do that is to like you know for me personally it's it's doing sport because when i'm doing sport i'm in the moment um i'm active like i'm feeling my body Um, I'm really in my body Um, and for a lot of guys I think you know I I do like to meditate but meditating can be hard because it's being still and doing that where I think what's comfortable to a lot of men is being active and I think that you know I know blokes who I know guys who their meditation is surfing and for me I think it's like playing sport is definitely like uh, helps me connect back to my body and get out of my head. So I used to think that you know me and my thoughts were one, but now I've realised that I can be having bad thoughts, but it doesn't mean I'm bad. Like I can be thinking a lot of negative stuff, like you know you can't do that or um, these people don't like you. But it, it it isn't me. It's that's the anxiety. That's just your brain going off on autopilot. And a good way that I've found uh, to deal with that is by just giving that that part, you know, those those negative thoughts a nickname. So when you catch yourself going thinking some bad things, you just go, oh, that's, you know, whatever the name is, that's him again just uh, going off on his own. Um, And that kind of softens the the effect that those thoughts have. For me, the worst that it got was, uh, and the reason it got so bad is because um, I've, you know, I guess part of that old mentality of suck it up, um, I tried to do it on my own for too long. And what happens is, you know, you get a little bit, things aren't going great. You get a bit in your head. You get a bit, you know, sad or miserable around things. A bit angry, um, and then if you don't seek help, like I didn't, uh, you sit at that point for a while until that becomes your new normal. And then from that point, you go a little bit more miserable, a little bit more angry, and you stay there for a while until that becomes normal. And it, you just keep progressing lower and lower until you get to a point where you know you are so down, so angry at everyone, so. Unsatisfied with everything that's going on in your life, that you know, if it had just happened in a day, suddenly it would have been a massive shock, and you would have gone, "This is something wrong. I've got to go do something." But because it happens gradually, you just get to this point uh, where you don't feel like you can get out. Uh, and the worst part about being in that place, um, you know, at that time, I felt like I felt like even being around people, I felt completely alone. Um, I felt I was the only one who was going through this and I felt like there was no way that, to get out. I had no plans of not feeling like that. I felt like, well, this is how I'm going to feel for the rest of my life. And that feeling is that last feeling before men go, well, if I'm going to feel like this for the rest of my life, what's the point? You know? And that's that, that's that bad place to be when you're thinking, what's the point? when you're in that place, you're obviously not your best. So you just throw on top that, you know, those thoughts of I'm letting people down or, um, you know, I'm not being there for my family, my friends, you know, I'm not fun to be around and that just piling on top just means that, you know, you just feel worse and worse and worse. Shame. Yeah. Shame, guilt. It's like whatever you you know, whatever feeling is a negative feeling, throw it in there. Um, and it just builds to, you know, it's a pretty miserable place to be in. To a guy who's in that place, that the lowest of the low, um, I'd say, first off, it will get better, 100%. You know, it, it will get better. There's been countless men before who have been where you are or even lower, and they've worked through it. Um, the first step is to just accept that you might need some help. You know, you can't do it on your own, and that's nothing to be ashamed of. Um, As I said before, you do your need, you go to a doctor. You're in a point where you're feeling miserable, you go to a doctor. Um, So I'd say first step, go to your doctor and tell them. You know, a doctor is someone you can tell anything to, so tell them how you're feeling just as a first step. You know, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to share it with your friends if you're not comfortable with that, you know, your family, go to a doctor, go to the GP, and just tell them what's going on. The saying that really resonates with me is, suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Um, You might feel like right now that it won't get better. Uh, You might feel like there's no point uh, in going on, but there is so much, so much more For you, uh, if you just get through, you know, it's kind of that thing of just get through today. Get through today, tomorrow might feel better. The day after, you might feel a little better. Improving your mental health isn't just a straight up journey, it's kind of, you know, there's ups, there's downs. Sometimes the downs might last for a bit longer, um, but that's the the strong thing to do is to keep working on it every day uh, and. It's just progression like anything, like going to the gym, you know, like doing a sport. The, the more you do it, the better you get. And it's just slowly, slowly, uh, things will get better. I completely understand that feeling of like every day it just feels like it's getting worse because you're stuck in this, uh, your brain's just going around in the same pattern. Um, what I'd say to someone in that point is go and do something completely different than what you're doing, mix it up. Um, go somewhere you've never been before, do something you've never done, just or speak to someone you've never spoken to uh, because having a different perspective, you know, it cuts through that circle. If you're stuck, you feel like you're stuck in a loop, um, having a chat with someone or doing something completely out of the ordinary, it can slice in and kind of give you an escape from that place. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you head to wearemen.com.au for more information about the project and for a list of services that are available to men out there who want to learn how to be a man who talks. See you guys next week.